Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast for female coaches who are ready to focus on their expertise and scale their business while their systems do the rest. I'm your host, Rebecca Marioki, a systems and automations expert with a knack for anything on a spreadsheet, a mom of three beautiful kids, including twins, a wife and a business owner. For years, I wanted to be in control of my income and wealth while making impact, but I struggled to see how I could do this while working my hectic corporate job. I dabbled into the online business world, but soon realized that the overwhelm of wearing all the hats in my business meant that I couldn't run things the way I had always done. And that's why I started this podcast, to show you the possibilities of where you could take your coaching business with the right systems in place to better manage your tasks, teams, clients, you name it. Tune in every week for actionable steps to help you go from busy solopreneur to boss CEO so you can scale your business with ease, stay in your zone of genius and have the time to do the things that light you up. Let's get started. Okay, popping in here really quickly to share a new resource that I know is absolutely going to blow your mind. Insert the mind blown emoji right here. (laughs) I am introducing a brand spanking new resource called the Find Your Project Management Mojo Quiz. I get it. Running a business, serving clients and wearing all the hats in your business is fun at first until you realize that your business has become your life. If you are wondering how to escape this hustle mentality, get more time freedom and white space in your calendar and scale your business CEO style, this quiz is just for you. Think of it. What would you do with an extra two hours every week? Would you take a well-needed break? Would you brainstorm your next million Would you brainstorm your next million dollar idea? Would you bake a cake? Okay, I just had to put that in there because I love baking. Or would you spend more time with your family? By taking this two minute quiz, I can assure you that if you follow the steps to leveling up your system of managing your day to day tasks based on your quiz results, you are going to get back two hours of your work week guaranteed. Once you get your customized success plan, which will be delivered into your inbox after completing the quiz, drop me a DM on Instagram and tell me one thing you've learned about your mojo. I cannot wait to see you take this quiz and get the resources that you need to scale your business like the CEO that you truly are. So head over to rebeccak.co forward slash quiz and take the quiz right away. Let us get you to scaling minus the burnout plus the time freedom that you've been dreaming of. You are listening to episode 28 of the Solo to CEO podcast. Now in today's episode and in the next four episodes, we are doing a four-part series on all things managing and growing a team for strategic scaling and growth in your business. Now, maybe you're asking yourself, okay, Rebecca, I thought you're a systems and automation strategist. And the answer to that is yes, but your system strategy needs to be created in line with how you envision your business to look like in terms of who you want to support your business in the long term. And I'm not saying that this is all cast in stone. Like once you decide on who you want to grow your business with in terms of a team, you can't change that. But 
you need to think of that as you are setting up your system so that your systems can grow and are flexible and adaptable as you bring in new people into your business. Now, doing everything on your own, in case you haven't heard, it is not a strategy. I mean, think of if we as moms tried to raise our kids all on our own, right? We tried to be the doctor. We tried to be the nurse when we were giving birth. We tried to homeschool, which is all great and good. But even as a homeschooling teacher, if you are a mom and you are homeschooling your kids, you still need to have that other support system and network for your kids to socialize with other kids. So you're still not doing it all on your own. So imagine if you try to raise your babies on your own. It's not going to work. At some point, you are going to completely burn out or your kids are just going to outgrow the amount of time and energy and skill set that you can give them in order for them to have the things they need to grow and be independent. And I want you to use the same analogy for your business. If you do not let go of doing everything on your own, your business is not going to grow in the long term. It might be growing right now. You might be making consistent revenue as a solopreneur, but your time is limited, ladies. That is something you cannot buy. And that is why thinking about your outsourcing and hiring strategy, even before you are ready for it, is so, so, so important. Okay. Think of large corporations. They didn't do it by themselves, right? Think of the Elon Musks and the Mark Zuckerbergs of this world. I mean, they are genius at what they do, but they have big, huge, massive teams supporting them so that they can focus on those strategic CEO activities and that creativity that only they can do in their business. So if you want your business to grow long term and if you want to have time, ladies, that's why we started our businesses for the time and freedom flexibility. And I wish you could see me right now because I am like waving my hands at you. If this is what you want for your business, where you have full control over your business as the CEO, you are going to need to be a captain. And being a captain means you have a team to captain, right? And to have a team, there are certain things your business needs. So let us not put the cart before the horse. Let us make sure that our businesses are ready so that when we are ready to bring on people, whether it is a VA, whether it is a once-off contractor, there are certain things your business needs. And that's where the systems piece comes into place, right? So one of the things you need is you're going to have to have some processes in place, right? Because doing things willy-nilly the way you maybe have been doing as a solopreneur is not going to work when you have a team and when you want them to work efficiently. You're going to need to have systems to be able to monitor what they're doing, to be able to track what they're doing, to be able to follow up without using hashtag death by email. And then you're going to need to have the SOPs, standard operating procedures that support you in ensuring that your team is actually doing what it is that you have asked them to do, right? Because without those SOPs, you are not going to have the clarity on what does a picture of success look like in terms of the tasks you've outsourced or you've delegated to them. And then they are also not going to have that clarity on whether what they're doing is aligned with your expectations. And if you want to learn more about what SOPs are, definitely check out episode three and episode four of 
the podcast where I talk about what they are and how to create them and automate them in your business. Hi there, I am interrupting my own episode to give you an exclusive invite to my weekly live trainings on all things system setup, scaling your business with the right foundations and all the tech in between. All this happens in my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community, and I do have regular guest appearances to help you scale your business even faster. Head over to rebeccak.co forward slash community to jump in or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to welcome you in there. All right. So I hope by now you are convinced that going the DIY route is not a long term strategy, but you need to prepare your business upfront. And one of the biggest mistakes you can make is thinking that you are so far along having, you know, team members and then just putting that, you know, on the back burner and hiring in reactive mode and not in proactive mode is one of the biggest setbacks you can put yourself on in your business unnecessarily, right? And then when your hires are not doing what you expected them to do, you're then blaming them. But it's because you were doing the whole thing in reactive mode and not preparing your business. And I'm going to talk about how to prepare your business for massive growth with a team in episode 30. But I just wanted to say this in here because I know maybe you've switched off at this point and you're thinking, I mean, I'm still trying to, you know, make some consistent income for myself or maybe there's some other limiting mindset or beliefs that have set in where you're thinking, okay, I do not want to give some of my revenues to someone else, but you are going to wish you did this earlier if you started even just thinking about it, even just thinking about what is the first thing you want to outsource when you're ready financially to do so and you're ready in terms of how your systems look and organizationally. And let me just give you some background of my story because when I had my online boutique, oh my goodness, I spent thousands of dollars panic hiring, hiring for the wrong thing. I thought I needed a social media manager because at the point when my business really started to take off, like when we were having, you know, three to five to 10 orders a day. I thought that what I needed at that point was a social media manager to help me manage my Instagram. But I probably didn't need a social media manager because I didn't even have that clarity on what are these things that are in my zone of genius? What are the things that are taking up my time? I hadn't really done a task audit. And I say this because my experience is what I am using to help other entrepreneurs in my VIP days and in the office that I give to help them be so much better prepared and to get an actual return on their team investments, right? So I ended up hiring a social media manager, whereas I actually probably needed an online business manager to just help me manage the entire business in terms of the processes and workflows and just how everything worked and ran. But that's what I did. And I actually ended up spending more time on Instagram and social media after I hired her than before. Why? Because one, I had no SOPs. I had no systems in place to help me manage and monitor what my hire was doing. I had no clarity myself on what I needed her to do. I just hired her and I was like, okay, can you do my social media? 
And of course she said yes, right? But she also came with her own preconceptions of how it needed to be done. I didn't have the clarity. And of course, I mean, what else was I expecting her to do? She did what she thought was best. And it was not always best because one, it wasn't how I wanted it. And two, it wasn't how my ideal clients were used to being communicated with. Long story short, I ended up having to let her go, not because she wasn't good at what she did, but it's just that I wasn't ready for it, right? I panic hired and I eventually spent more time and money than if I hadn't done it in the first place, which completely defeats the whole purpose of hiring a team. But if you do it strategically, and that's why I'm sharing my story is that the learning lesson from this is that it needs to be part of your overall strategy. And this is where I see entrepreneurs not getting it completely right because everyone is talking about the launch strategy. Everyone is talking about sales and marketing, but very few people are talking about how to actually run a business in a way that allows you to scale it sustainably. So, These are the action steps I want you to take from this episode. First of all, I want you to think of what are the things on your outsourcing list or the things on your tasks that you want to outsource. Prepare an outsourcing wish list or a delegation wish list. Maybe you're thinking, okay, I know some of the things that I want to outsource, but I don't know if I'm actually ready from a business standpoint These are a few signs that you are ready to hire on a team. And we go in this in depth in my VIP day. So definitely check that out. We'll put it in the show notes um, because I think it's such a crucial part of scaling a business that not a lot of people, one, have the skill set to actually know how to structure this all out. And two, are even thinking about this because they are so busy with the front end, the sales, the marketing, you know, the things that everyone else online is talking about. So. Here are a few signs to know that you're ready and then I will give you some action steps. One, you are busy with a lot of non-zone of genius work. Now the word zone of genius has become one of these buzzwords in the online space. But basically what it means is that your zone of genius are the things that you are great at doing and you are also efficient at doing. And more often than not, these are also the things that your clients keep on coming back to you for, right? So you may be, let's take the example of a social media manager and your clients come to you because they know that you are always consistent. You know, you are always posting captions that are valuable. Their ideal target market keeps on saying, oh, you're speaking to me so much. That is your zone of genius. So if you are busy doing a lot of admin work, creating a lot of blogs and content for your own business and not spending enough time improving those areas where your client keep coming back to you for, then you're going to limit your growth at some point. Second point, you know, if you're ready for a team, you are doing a lot of things that you don't actually enjoy doing or you're not really good at doing. And let me give you my example so that I can also make this relatable. One of the things I know I am not good at doing because of how much time I spend doing it is copywriting. My goodness, I do not like copywriting, but I have a plan, right? I have a plan because I know what I want to outsource next and I am putting in the systems and putting in the SOPs in place so that when I do hire a copywriter, 
They know exactly what needs to be done and I can manage and monitor what they're doing and be able to do it in a way that does not leave me feeling like a micromanager. You have hit an income ceiling and most of the times you hit an income ceiling, not because your prices are too low. Sometimes that is the case, but a lot of times it's the case because you just don't have more time, right? There are only 24 hours in a day and you cannot spend all 24 hours serving clients and being on coaching calls or whatever it is that you offer to your clients. So at some point, you are going to need to leverage over other people's time so that you can free up your time and maximize the time you are spending on the income generating tasks and maximize the time you are spending on the creativity and the CEO strategic activities so that you can let go of those tactical activities and further grow your business. You also know that you're ready to hire if there is a minimum amount that you are making consistently. Now, the overall revenue you're making in your business might not be consistent, but there is definitely a minimum amount. So let's say you make $1,000 in month one, then $2,000 in month two, then $1,500 in month three. The minimum amount that you're making consistently over those three months is $1,000. And that's the amount that you need to use to plan for your team hires. And if you want to know the formula that I use with my clients and how we actually go about preparing your business financially, definitely check out my training at rebeccak.co forward slash dream team. We will drop the link in the show notes as well and have a look at how I actually set this up and how you can do it in your business. So in conclusion, these are your action steps. Start thinking about what you should hire or outsource for next. Look at the things that you don't like doing. Look at the things that take you a lot of time. Two, check out my free training to learn about the four steps, including the formula that I use to help my clients prepare financially and operationally for their team. Three, do not wait until you are overwhelmed. Start putting in the systems and the SOPs in place now based on what you want to outsource first and start putting in those systems in place because like I said earlier in this episode, your systems and team strategy go hand in hand. You cannot do the one without the other. All right, let me know what you are thinking in terms of what your next outsourcing item is or what you want to delegate next or what you want to hire for next, I am keen to know. Drop me a DM in Instagram and I will see you in the next episode of this four-part series. Hi, before you leave, I want to give you an exclusive invite into my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO Community for Female Coaches, where I go live weekly to give you my tips, tactics, and strategies to help you unlock your next level business with the power of profitable systems and automations. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I go in there even deeper in the community to help you scale your business faster and get even more clients with systems that are designed to scale your business. Sounds like something you need? Jump in by clicking rebeccak.co forward slash community in your browser or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to connect and welcome you in there. In the meanwhile, do share my podcast with your fellow business besties and tag me in your Insta stories while you're at it at this is Rebecca K. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.